Christianity today is so subnormal that if any Christian began to act like a normal New Testament Christian, he will be considered abnormal. Have you heard this quote before? Maybe or maybe not. But the quote is credited to one Leonard Ravenhill. Whatever this man saw at the time that he made this quote was nothing compared to what is happening today in the Christendom. The advent of hyper-charismatic movement has undoubtedly brought about an upsurge in mega churches today. And of course, with it comes its mega problems. This movement, that is the mega movement, has somewhat deregulated the Christian faith and the Christian faith walk to the extent of conferring the born-again title on more people than ever before in history of the church. All in the name of unity, demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit, and church growth. The representation of the infilling of the Holy Spirit by this group is a near scandalous display of emotions or maybe excited utterances or spiritual ecstasy and mere demonstration of feelings. Many worship services are colored with social appeal and the atmosphere is energized by soul music with eclectic orgy. It is then crowned by the charming and affectionate man they call pastor, who is more of a motivational speaker anyway than gospel preacher. He comes around with applause and he eats up the atmosphere with oratory words and emotionally charged songs that purportedly leads to some healings and miracles, many of which are either unfounded or mere placebo. They fade away as quickly as they come. But alas, this is the Christianity many know today. The explosion of this type of Christianity, which I call the mega movement, and its social appeal, especially on the youth, to them is a confirmation of its divine acceptance. Consequently, many have accepted as normal what is really abnormal. This is exactly what the quote of Leonard Rivenhill actually means today. 
that Christianity today is so subnormal that if any Christian began to act like a normal New Testament Christian, it will be considered abnormal. Fast forward, if a true Christian, a true New Testament believer today departs from things like this, it will be termed as an hyper-Christian. But wait a minute, how did the church degenerate from the level of apostolic fire and revival to this spiritual lethargy and compromise? How did the church lose the fundamental apostolic principles given to us by Jesus, the disciples, the apostles, and the early assembly? Why is it that the assembly of Christ can no longer experience the fullness of Christ? as it was in the early assembly? Why is it that there is no longer a demonstration of the true presence and the power of the Holy Spirit in our gatherings? Oh no! Now believers are introduced to a fifth walk of mere doctrines without power or power without the Holy Spirit. Either way, believers no longer experience the genuine new birth, which is the core and the first step in the faith walk. No wonder we can no longer walk in the fullness of Christ as the early assembly did. And that reminds us the word in the book of Psalms chapter 11 if the foundation be destroyed what can the righteous do in the midst of this error however you and I have been blessed brother you and I have been blessed sisters we brethren we have been blessed and encouraged that God still have many Bible teachers who strive to restore these fundamental doctrines with biblical and apostolic emphasis have been privileged and blessed to read the work of many people whose work have answered many questions in believers heart when does the new birth really occur Is salvation once and for all? Are we saved into the church or we are saved into Christ? Is the new birth the same as being born again? Are the gifts in the Bible, the apostolic gifts, and the gifts of the assembly, are they for us today? 
Bram still sighed to see that believers run away or have complete ignorance of the fundamental Christian doctrines which was given unto us by the early, early fathers. I'm sad that Christians today, you and I, were wrong with just a part of the Christian faith walk, totally oblivious of the rest of, of them. How are we different from believers in the book of Acts chapter number 19, the believers in Ephesus that Paul called certain disciples. These believers became frustrated when the fireworks they tried to ignite with just a part of the truth end up like that of the sons of Sceva in the book of Acts chapter 19 and verse 4. The sons of Sceva, they were using the name of Jesus to conjure healings, to bind demons. And those, they will lay hands on people and say, in the name of Jesus that Paul preached, you demons will bind you, come out. And the demon said, Jesus we know, Paul we know. But who are you? Those demons are still asking the same questions today, especially with the so-called Christian fathers. The miracles and wonders and healings that these fathers, these leaders perform looks real. But the life they live is short of that miracle. It is definitely the hands are the ends of Esau, but the voice is the voice of Jake, is, is the voice of Jacob. This confirms the fact that half truth is even more dangerous than a whole lie. I long to see believers walk in not just a part, but the whole apostolic principles necessary for a normal Christian. The world may think you and I are abnormal, but when we stay where God stays, We must just be content with that. Only this and also our desire to see the power of God manifest in our lives can restore the church, can restore the assembly, can restore the fire, and can make believers experience the fullness of Christ and the manifestation of the power and presence of the Holy Spirit as the early church did. The Bible said they turned the world upside down. We can do the same. We can do the same.
Hallelujah. We must realize that God is not a God of movement. God is not a God of organization. He did not give us a system. He did not give us a religion. Whether Christian religion, Islam, God did not give us any religion. God is not the founder of any religion. God is not in any religion. And yes, God is not in any denomination. Jesus prayed, make them one. The more divided we are, the less the power of God with us. God gave us a person, not a system. He did not give us a religion. He gave us Jesus. It's only Him that can reveal this truth to us, that can reveal the truth to us. But only if we are humble enough to do away with what we already know and let the Spirit of God reveal His mind to us. But would we? Religious knowledge is always a deterrent to spiritual revelation. I pray that God will ignite His fire in your heart and put His desire in your soul to see the power of God return to the assembly through you and I. I'll see you again next time. The Lord bless and keep you. Amen.